What's up, guys? Welcome to IVG Podcast Number Fifty One. I'm Nash, and I'm joined with Sam and Gagan. What's up, guys? And we're super happy because hey, we crossed the fifty mark, and now we're not going to say that anymore. But dude, I think it's an achievement. It should be given props to. Yeah, we're going to keep yeah, going. Only it only took us fourteen years to get here. No. Yeah. Not fourteen years. years. I think two thousand eight was it? Twelve years. Twelve, twelve, eleven, twelve years. Which is <laughs> oh, that's so much better. <laughs> it's a lot better. Yeah, that is a lot better. So we have a lot of stuff to discuss in this week's podcast. But first, but first, let's just, let me turn the mic over to Sam, who wants to just give a quick shout out to the guys who uh, submitted their clips. So yes, so we are in the second podcast. month of our IVG showcase and. Uh, this month we're giving away a copy of Marvel Avengers, which is just out, and we'll get to in a bit. But uh, right. there's only about five days left uh, to enter, since because the last date is 10 September. So if you haven't yet entered and you have some cool clips to share, please do that on the on the forums. Uh, you'll find all the information in the showcase thread there. But we also have one more cool thing that we're doing, which is IVG game match. And I think Nash will be better to kind of... Right. So, so I don't know if a lot of you were on IVG back then. But basically, what we used to do is we used to take a game that was popular back then, like Gears or Halo. And we would all just get together and like just play on private servers and have a great time. So, we're trying to bring that back. Uh, so, this weekend is going to be our first proper game night with Call of Duty because it uh, it allows for cross-play. So, people who have on the PS, Xbox, whatever can join PC gamers. And uh, one and there are private servers. And there are private servers, and there's podcasting, which is a way you can actually see every guy's game. So one of IVG members, Karan, who's like a he's like a cod, like Kida. He like plays cod twenty four seven. He's volunteered, and we've also created a WhatsApp group. We've put it on Discord. So if you guys are interested, uh, I don't know if the podcast will be out by the time this is done, though. But for the next time, so the next time, and it doesn't only have to be Call of Duty. It could be any game you guys want to play, right? So we were even looking at games like Counter Strike, Valorant, maybe Overwatch, anything where there's FIFA. a bit of FIFA, sure. Anything where there's some sort of competitive gameplay involved. So if you have a team, you just want to, you know, test your skills against other IVG members or whatever. Join the group, and we can just fix it all up. And we're gonna obviously telecast and stream this whole thing as well and once this builds a bit, a bit of momentum we'll actually bring back uh the tournaments uh forum right. that we had uh, we, right. we had a de- dedicated section for tournaments so we'll bring that back once this picks up a bit of steam as well and then if it picks up even more steam we'll actually get some prizes involved in the mix because Definitely. you don't want to be good and not be rewarded for it right so Definitely. for sure Cool. So before we get to the big topics of this week, we're just going to do a quick roundup of the news because there's been a lot of news. Uh, so first up, Nash has some big news on the Division 2. Right. So uh, the Division 2 has got this new game mode called Skyscraper. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen, you know, the Judge Red movie or the, the Indonesian movie, The Raid. It's kind of based on that principle where you kind of fight your way up each floor. And every 10 floors, you'll have a boss and you got to reach 100 floors. And it's like, it's one of those uh, randomized missions, uh, like, you know, like a Division 1 had it in Underground. So you just have to keep fighting your way up the ladder. You get exotic gear, you get exotic guns, you get like, you know, armor, stuff like that. So it's a great, it's, I think it's going to be a great mode for players to come back since the Division hasn't had any meaningful updates since the Warlords of New York. So, if you own Wallets of New York, this DLC is free for you. If not, you got to pick up the DLC and then play this mode. So, this is like a vertical horde mode of sorts? It's PvE. Ish. 
it's full PVE. Yeah, it's full PVE. And you test it. And, and the good part is every 10th floor you hit, if you wipe, you come back to that floor. So you wipe at 10, 20, 30, oh, 40, okay. you go back to there. So you don't have to start all the way from scratch, unlike the horde mode in some games, which gets extremely punishing and frustrating. Hey, that's not bad actually. So, how many, how big can your team be? Uh, so, generally in division, uh, I think for these kind of activities, you can either do teams of four or six. Uh, raids, I think, have six or eight. Sorry, I think division has eight players, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they'll go for smaller teams, like four. Okay, this. okay. That sounds actually a much really interesting game. It is, it is. And it's so I don't know if you guys played Underground, but Division was one of the first games to actually play around with the concept of BR back in the day. I'll give you a super quick brief on it. So what happened is in this under uh, in this underground sorry, two things. I've got a little confused. Underground mode is like this mode where basically you uh you spawn into an underground railways. Uh, underground railway like a metro station of sorts and every time you entered yeah. it it was kind of randomized so you never kind of knew what you were doing it's like you know the riffs in diablo kind of like that yeah so it's yeah. randomized but at the same time division had this really cool br mode where you would spawn in the city with nothing but a pistol and you had to extract from the city while fighting uh, ai while fighting other opponents and fighting the cold i really hope they bring this mode back because it was intense as fuck was awesome nice yeah i mean i think we have a lot of and they did br like in a really cool way before br really blew up with PUBG and stuff and sadly they couldn't capitalize on it back then but i'm hoping they cannot do it now yeah yeah. so do you plan on playing this new mode when it comes out oh for sure dude for sure i still have the division installed so it's just hit the pts which is the public test server uh i think yesterday and it's going to be available maybe next month so we'll definitely be streaming that as well uh we got nice. a couple of ivg guys who play the division so and we'll always be looking out for more players so if you guys want to join you know hit us up again twitter facebook whatever just let us know and we'll play some nice cool i mean it's cool that they're supporting the game this this long after release as well dude ubisoft does that with all their games right that's why i have yeah. that respect for them like they don't let their games die they're like you know what fuck it dude they're supporting for honor now you remember yeah. how much that game got like lambasted at launch mm-hmm. and they've actually made it like a really good game for the people who enjoy that sort of gameplay yeah. and same with siege you know when siege launched everyone was like they're very mediocre on it and today it's one of the most like you know popular games yeah. Multiplayer games out yeah, there. It's, yeah. it's pretty impressive, dude. Yeah. So, this week was also some very interesting <laughs> news for Nintendo. Right. Uh, like, basically, Super Mario Brothers celebrated its 35th anniversary this week. And Nintendo did a whole surprise direct in which they did, a, like, loads of announcements. So, some of the interesting ones is, like, I don't know. I mean, this may kind of date me a bit because, like, it's a really, really old gaming system. But do you guys remember Game & Watch video games? Those handheld video games you used to get in the 80s? No. In which you had these little sprites and all. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Nintendo's bringing Game & Watch back. And it's uh, bringing it up with Super Mario Brothers, uh, the original game, built into it. With the color display and everything. And it also has some bonus modes which will have those sprite-based games that were there in the 80s. I think there are updated versions of those. But yeah, still. And it's like a nice little fun handheld version of Super Mario Bros. to have. And uh, when you're not playing on it, it will act as a clock and show you the time. And the Super Mario 
brother's game world so it's a fun little gadget that they've had and it's going to be like a very uh, limited quantity or something till uh, and available i think till march next year so right. it's that's one of the fun things then uh, they announced uh, basically a bundle of three games for the for sorry nintendo switch and it's like some super mario bundle or something like that they're calling it it has a mario 3d world in it it has a no one sec no 3d world is coming to switch anyway sorry sorry that's not the part of the bundle the part of the bundle is mario 64 super mario sunshine and uh, mario galaxy so these games were there on nintendo 64 gamecube and the wii uh, respectively and uh, they were not really playable outside those systems except for the first one super mario 64 also came on uh, the nintendo ds where it was a pretty good version but now is coming with widescreen support updated visuals and all and it has some other bonus uh, things also included in it which uh, i cannot remember right now but whatever i mean that there i mean like all these games are coming as so basically remaster editions. or a remaster bundle Re- it's not it's not much of a remaster but yeah i mean it's updated more like it sure. more than a complete remaster of sorts so yeah it's uh, and they all being bundled together in a super mario 3d all stars bundle now i don't know i mean like you guys are obviously not nintendo enthusiasts but uh, if there are any nintendo enthusiasts listening then you remember there was an all star series back uh, in super nintendo in which they kind of remade a super mario 1 2 and 3 in uh, one package for the for the super nintendo and so they kind of uh, did something like that for the switch as well after so many years then um, the one of the more interesting announcements though was the mario kart live home circuit So I mean like have you guys seen this I saw a brief video oh, of it's basically you have a real world uh, like RC Mario cars Kart, RC yeah. cars that actually actually controls through the game is that how, is that how it is So so yeah the way it kind of works I mean like uh, I haven't gone too in depth into it but what it seems to work like is basically like these RC cars have uh, cameras on them and uh, you can kind of uh, place these little checkpoints across the room in your house and uh, you can either play it in single player mode where you have one rc car and you're getting the view from uh, like be- like uh, behind mario like a uh, camera place behind mario's head so basically you're getting that view of the car along uh, and you can kind of see that on your switch and you can game that way with it i don't know why switch and why not your phone or and all also but whatever i mean like it works basically i think alongside a switch oh, so that, does so, it does it sort of uh integrate this real car in the Mario Kart game or, or are you just seeing your living room in on the switch so no 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 this is i think a completely new game this is not a part of the regular Mario Kart uh, game a deluxe that's uh, there on the switch already but uh, basically it's a completely new game and uh, you can kind of make the course your own by placing the checkpoints in different directions and in different ways and also you have to pass through those checkpoints in a particular order or something and it's very interesting so if you want you can play it in single player where the other characters will be completely cg and uh, ai driven and all that or but if there's somebody else with the the with a nintendo switch and a second car then you can play in multiplayer mode and actually use power ups against each other in the game so obviously your car won't bounce and everything when it gets hit by a turtle shell but I mean, if the car would stop for a little while, there will be a time penalty or something like that on the cars. Nice. So it's a very interesting game mode to have for something like this. I've never seen anything like this done before. 
Very cool. So, yeah, yeah, but this is again a continuation of what they've been doing with that Labo or whatever it's called. Where it, there exactly. See, Nintendo has always been like uh, it was originally a, a toy company, like way before it started off with video games. Like probably a hundred years before it started off with video games, and so uh, now it's kind of bringing that uh, pedigree into the Nintendo Switch as well. Oh yeah, another interesting thing. Uh, there was this uh, like earlier when they launched a Nintendo uh, online uh, service. They had launched a Tetris uh, game in which you kind of played a battle royale mode of the Tetris in which you played against a hundred other people and you could kind of, uh, depending on how you play the game, you can send uh, blocks, to, like extra blocks to the uh, to other competing players and all that and whoever survives in the end wins. So they have a version of that for the original Super Mario Brothers game as well. And uh, that's also coming on the Nintendo Switch. And as far as I know, it's free to play for uh, in Nintendo online users. Interesting. So you guys heard about The Witcher Three also? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's crazy because you assume that they're too busy to do anything else outside of Cyberpunk, but uh, they just announced <laughs> yeah. that they're going to have uh, Witcher Witcher Three coming to PS Five and Xbox Series X. Uh, they didn't say when, did yeah. they? There was no date attached to it. Uh, it's it's coming to both the consoles in 2021 and uh, it's also coming, I think that the PC version is going to get an enhanced edition or something and all these upgrades are free for anyone who owns the current versions. Of the yeah, game. and that, this also it's includes really both the expansions. Yeah. All so the, the game is, the game is getting ray tracing support, it's getting faster loading times, it's getting a bunch of other visual and technical improvements. So, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you expect from these guys, yeah, they'll just go all out with the upgrade so that's a, that's a good news in case you haven't no, someone hasn't played the games yet i still have one of the expansions good, yeah yeah cd project red always manages to surprise you know i mean like, while these other uh, studios are always uh, in a way kind of crunching it out trying struggling to get their current games out in time like you know and probably like just uh, charging you for every little upgrade these guys give you free DLCs. These guys give you free upgrades. They support their games for so long without charging you anything extra. And Witcher right now on PC or probably even other platforms is available at like such low prices. It's just no, and also CD Projekt's games. Uh, I mean, they go out of their way to make to make the launch special. Like if you if you ever buy a CD Projekt game at retail, you won't just get a you won't yeah. just get a manual and a disc. I mean, nowadays you don't get manuals also, but you have the manual. You have yeah. a you have a color manual. You have a disc, and you have a bunch of other stuff. They throw in uh, some cool uh, collectibles and trinkets, which is I mean, for the same price of a regular game. And so they don't have to do that because the game is great, but they still do it anyway, which is very cool on their part. And also to my exactly. to my knowledge, I don't think the I don't think they outsource any of these uh, upgrades or ports that they do. I think they do it all in house, which is which is even which is even more impressive considering considering they have a big game coming out in November. Exactly. And it's a massive talent house, man, a CD project, yeah. right? And it's like we you just cannot predict what they're going to do next because they are always like so like fan friendly at all yeah. times. It's just yeah. crazy. They like, like like they're a small indie studio, which is pretty cool. It is really nice, actually. Very refreshing yeah. to see. So that's pretty much our news roundup for this episode. So now we're going to move to the meat of the podcast, which is uh, discussing Marvel Avengers, which just came out. Uh, I haven't played the game yet, but Nash and Gagan, you guys have both been playing it. So what do you guys think? Nash, you want no, to go no, first? No, no, you go first. I have a lot to say, so. 
Okay, so Nash started playing this uh, way before I did, and he's also played all the betas and all. I never played the betas. I saw the live streams that he did, but uh, yeah, I mean, I have been enjoying the game so far. It's not too bad. Uh, I it well, definitely doesn't look as broken as it did in the beta streams and all. As in, like the frame rates have not really been dipping that badly. Loading times are a little painful. And I kind of get when uh, Nash said stuff like uh, how when you punch someone, you don't feel the impact. The audio impact is not there. Yeah, I mean, the controller on the PS4, it vibrates like mad every time you hit something or you move even a little bit, which is just insane. But yeah, it, it lacks that audio impact. But otherwise, it's actually a pretty fun game. And it's also pretty deep as in like Nash was showing me certain upgrade systems and everything that it has with the gear and all. And it's, it seems like it can, you can really do a lot with your character. You can, like, each uh, character that's being controlled by a different player can be quite different from the other one. Like, the Hulk I have in my roster and the Hulk you have in your roster, depending on how we want to position him, it, he will perform quite uh, significantly differently. So that, that's something that's very interesting to see in a game like this. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't look bad. I mean, initially, even I had some issues when they showed the first trailer about how the characters look because we are so used to the MCU. But uh, now it, it kind of grows on you. It's not bad at all. And my kid really loves Kamala Khan, man. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can see the demographic they're going with with, uh, with that character and all. Because even when I have the option to play as the other Avengers, she wants me to play as Kamala Khan because that's one of her favorite characters and she really enjoys watching it. <laughs> So to clarify, this what you're playing right now is still a purely single player part of the game. There is no gas elements that's coming here. It's purely linear single player, right? It's absolute. See, the thing is that the first uh, couple of missions were completely single player, as in like they were like almost uncharted level single player. But now, once you get the war table, then uh, it kind of opens you up and you have to select certain missions and all. Again, I'm in a very early stage of that as well. And uh, But the thing is that, yeah, I can see that I will get multiple mission options very soon and I can pick one and I can party up with people and play those missions if I want to. It gives you the option for co-op uh, play. People can join in your game, in fact, also, apparently. Though when Nash tried to do that, it was completely broken. I mean, that experience was pretty horrible. Uh, at this point but yeah right now as where i am i can play the entire campaign in single player and it'll perform pretty well it'll perform like a proper story campaign so nash how far are you in the game dude i'm almost uh, at the end of the campaign so i heard uh, it's about a 9 10 hour single player campaign yeah, before you ish, get lose ish, into the on- online so here's the thing dude uh one of my biggest issues with this game is <clears throat> i get I get that a lot of this may be because of COVID. But if you kind of are positioning your game to be a cooperative game, dude, the cooperative play in this game is completely fucking broken. Which is yeah. at very which which doesn't bode well at all, right? I mean, like if you think or if you weren't capable of delivering a game that can handle cooperative play, then it's kind of shitty. Because for a second, if I just take the co- uh, the single player aspect out of it, let's say I want to team up with a friend, it's such a convoluted fucking process. Do like so many games nowadays? They do this really nice, seamless jump in jump out co-op this is what i expected from this game and it kind of scales accordingly so in destiny also if the two of us and i'm at a high level you are at a lower level you can still join my strikes jump in jump out both of us have a good time 
in this first of all matchmaking seems broken on the ps4 like i couldn't connect with gagan gagan couldn't connect with me we were sitting in a loading screen for like maybe what felt like i think at least 7 to 10 minutes, minutes something yeah and for me that was like a big bummer dude like it's a big bummer right you can't say that this is a co-op game and not have co-op working that being said right. uh I am enjoying the game but it also feels like a game that's kind of at end uh, that at uh, that's kind of like at odds with itself like I don't know who this game is meant for because on one hand it's so fucking tough and challenging and it's so deep with its RPG systems and on the other hand like it appeals to Gagan's daughter for example right so I'm wondering how is she going to be able to handle all this kind of stuff because later on in the game dude it is insanely challenging it's like fucking bloodborne there dude So I'll tell you what happens. Okay, so uh given that you are a superhero and given now that this game is built around cooperative play, the levels and the enemies come to you with the assumption that you're playing it cooperatively, which means if you can't have co-op players, you have enemy which you have your friendly AI stepping in the boots of your other partners and they are pretty much oh, fuck all because you cannot um you can't issue orders So you know there are these puzzles I don't know if you come across these puzzles is where you got to stand on certain blocks or you got to kind of yeah. break certain barriers and there's no way of telling the AI to do that so you have to keep doing that for yourself which is like really annoying when you don't have that communication going on you second i actually encountered that in the tundra mission that right. i played i was on one of those uh, stepping blocks and all and i wanted her to go and stand on the right. other one but right. i look for some communication option there was nothing. nothing and then i realized i could do there's both. nothing uh, and and then what happens is now because you're supposed to be the superhero the game will send like 50 different enemy types at one time and as you hmm. progress through the game the marker indications are not very good so if you're being ganked by like a mob of 20 people many of who can one shot you it becomes very chaotic and not in a fun way like like dude you saw my my hulk was at level 28 or so like gear score 28 yeah. even then i was being one shot down by these snipers one shot that means in one shot they would take my whole health bar down and dude no matter how much i dodge and evade the fucking bullets just kind of reach you like a magnet and they are hovering in the air as well so then all of this gets like insanely frustrating because i'll i'll give you another example there so, so there'll be these missions where you have to go into a certain area while that area gets hacked you probably played these kind of missions in other games before the fuck up is hmm. 50 different enemies including mini boss type enemies will come at you at one shot and then it gets really tough to hold that space when you're being not just hit by ranged attacks and melee attacks but you're hit you're hit with frost damage which freezes you in one place and while you're being frozen the guy is fucking pelting you from top so it can get insanely tough and frustrating and they really yeah. need and this is not just me i've been reading up on the game through a uh, forums through the subreddit and the difficulty curve is all over the fucking place okay so are you expected to grind a lot in the previous mission so and here's the funny it? part right now the grinding also it kind of doesn't reward you to grind so let's say there's a mission for which i am underleveled let's say i'll replay right. an older mission and i'll come back to that mission the fucking mission difficulty does not stay the same so i am equal enough it will keep increasing with me oh, you get what i'm man. saying so i can't grind enough to feel also like a hulk or like a thor they always have to have this thing where you're always being challenged and dude in a superhero game to me that's not fun 
Like, I want to feel a little mm. overpowered at times. I want to be able to, like, one-shot shit. But instead, here, I'm the guy who's being fucking one-shotted as the Hulk by some puny-ass sniper guys, which is really frustrating. And then on top of that, you'll have enemies that come at you with shields. So you can't damage them till you take their shields out. And some of their shields cannot be damaged till you have a certain elemental effect with you. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so as you play more... So here's the thing. The game starts really nicely. The single player beats are really nice. And then in the middle, you have like this random RPG elements like shoehorned in there and they completely fuck everything up. So it's, it's like there are moments of fun. Then there's like a peak moment of immense frustration. Then there'll be some bugs and glitches. Then again, there's fun to be had. And then once you actually get into the combat with each character, it clicks. And then you start enjoying that character. And you're like, okay, you know what? Dude, I'm feeling Thor or Hulk or Widow or whatever. And then again, you'll come up to this like insanely tough part and everything, all the fun you've had just goes out the fucking window. So do you think something like this can be patched? Or no, definitely. Can be... So a lot of games have had these difficulty levels like skewed. So Control, for example, when they released the, the Game of the Year edition on Steam, they kind of streamlined not just everything but the checkpoints. Oh, and that's another thing. Dude, loading in this game sucks balls. Oh, man, it does. Okay, and the worst part is, so let's say you've loaded in and you go to a destination. You have to face that load there. And for some reason, you die in that destination. You don't immediately respawn. You have to wait through almost the same amount of loading just to go there. So in this part that got me really frustrated, I was even more frustrated because I died three times and I had to endure that fucking loading three different times. So yeah, you know what? That's what I was actually telling Bali also at the uh, when we were trying to play that this game seems like it was designed for the next gen with the loading issues kind of fixed or uh, reduced with uh, all these uh, like excellent uh, visuals and all in place and uh, probably better uh, screen uh, like sorry not screen but better frame rates also in the next gen consoles and all and it seems like they had to scale down a lot of it for the current gen just so that it kind of is playable in a decent way so the visuals like while they look great and all that the frame rates are capped at 30 and as nash said that later on it kind of dips a lot lower than that as well and uh even the like uh this loading time this loading time is like unforgivingly bad now i mean i don't know how the hell was this game released with these kind of loading times and we are still not on the base ps4s we both have ps4 pros and even on yeah. that, it's insane. So, which kind of gets me irritated because, like, this game at its core is a really fun game. Like, like honestly, I've I've been grinding this game a lot. I've been enjoying. I've been like putting points into Hulk. I've been putting points into like Thor. Sorry, ignore that. Spoilerish into Black Widow, all these <laughs> other characters, and then you come across these like fucking annoying difficulty spikes or these stupid decisions and you're like but why you know if these were ironed out this game would have been so 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 much better dude and that's what pisses me off it's like a deep it's like a really nice game but it's you gotta you, you gotta dig through a lot of shit to kind of find the good stuff and i don't know if people have that patience yeah, not not just that. Also, the writing of the game is pretty nice. It's nice. Then, like, it's the, nice. I'll be honest. Like the the quips and everything uh, can get a bit annoying for us, but I think the younger kids and all they enjoy stuff like that. I mean, my kid really liked all the little quips that they kept 
talking about and every time uh, Kamala Khan was like going like total fangirl over the Avengers stuff and all she kind of associated with that but yeah I mean the writing is nice the acting that you can see in the during the cutscenes and all that the mocap and all seems pretty decent in the game the expressions and all it, it doesn't seem like rigid faces and all that stuff so that's kind of nice so visually it's it's a good game it it is the actual game elements are still fun but yeah i mean there are certain issues that it needs the to thing is with. that you know it's this whole uh, ongoing service thing that has really fucked this game up like if there was one game from all the games i've played that really didn't deserve this treatment it would be this game dude you want to put rpg elements in there by all means do so but then balance the game around it accordingly this feels really skewed only towards having you grind out stuff you know and that to a certain yeah. and, and i'm talking about post game content like for guys who just want to really enjoy the campaign and play it with their friends i think it's 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 a pretty decent buy but it's a little costly just for that like because uh, because uh, there is a lot of value this game brings to the table cuz technically every hero can play differently and you could mm. actually uh, you know create builds that could either you know drastically change the way from your hero plays versus my hero plays you could be like a you could be a tank build you could be like a melee build like uh, like iron man for example is still very different than uh, hulk and could potentially be even different than thor cuz thor has a lot of like defensive abilities so there's a great amount of mixing and matching done here i just feel this game should have had at least 6 more months in the oven and come out purely as a next gen launch like how uh, rocksteady is planning on doing it yeah, it would have helped yeah. the game I, I i think that that's that's actually the scenario with i think a lot of holiday releases i can expect that happening with the few, with a lot of games this time like especially like with ubisoft like aiming to uh, like release games across two console generations and the considering how long the loading times in assassin's creed odyssey already were i i don't know how valhalla is going to fare dude weirdly <laughs> the odyssey loading screens didn't bother me that much i i don't know why but like this game i'm just like oh dude like and 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 there are so many menus right and each fucking mm. menu has its own loading screen and it just seems like even the menus are not designed to be seamless and like easy to kind of maneuver like i can't like pop 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 i mean i've taken a mission i'm in the field it'll be almost a yeah. good 7 to 8 minutes from the time i boot up the game from the main menu till i'm actually playing the game that's a lot of wastage of my time dude yeah did you play odyssey on the pc no i played it on the ps4 Oh okay because on the Xbox one where i was playing right. it was like it, it took a really long time it was uh, from booting up the game to getting in the game it was like easily you know around what? close I to 5 minutes i can still give assassin's creed a little bit of leeway there cuz it was a massive open world dude here whether and once it loaded right. it loaded as in sure you're mostly loading into these either these big ish looking but quadrant of levels <laughs> yeah. or you're loading into these fucking similar looking like labs dude like why would this take so much loading time i have no idea yeah i think yeah. i think I what you guys what you guys have kind of feel about the game is pretty much been mirrored uh, online as well like in the media because on uh, meta and all of that i, I think it's is currently currently in the 70s uh, for reviews so that's pretty poor for a big right. budget game that you expect i would actually Dude, if I was to be really honest, like today, and if you put a gun to my head and said, "Give me a score right now," I would give it like a six or a six point five, because it's nice. But dude, if I'm a consumer, I'm spending four thousand rupees on this game, and I can't even co-op with my friends. Dude, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. I would not at least uh, 
recommend this game till matchmaking has been fixed, till a lot of the bugs have been ironed out. And and that's the fuck up with gas games, right? Because first of all, I hate that term, but that's the issue. What they do is they release a product and under the disguise of being a gas game, they'll kind of put out updates over a long time, which is kind of bullshit because you need to release a fairly polished product and then polish it further over time or give us different content over time. You can't really... Dude, this is is not gas. This is early access. That's what these games Mm -hmm. are. Like, you release a broken-ass game. Like, indie studios do this because they can't do it. Like, that's what early access is. But even Destiny had that that, uh, fan feedback. At launch, was very polished. Polished, but the the complaints were that content-wise, it wasn't all there. I did all a lot of it came later. Content-wise, also everything Destiny did at launch was good to go. Like I could jump into co-op immediately. I could play strikes immediately. I could play PvP immediately. The menus were intact. Like I would say, dude, Destiny is so, like miles ahead of this game. I, I I remember what Destiny Two uh, fiasco was. I mean, back then when it had launched, I mean, uh, the biggest complaint was that like was not about it being broken in any way, but there being very little content. So when people started playing it, they dropped off also quite fairly quickly in the early days. They joined back. I so guess, here's the thing: I'll tell you what it is, dude. Right now, also this game. Have you guys seen any of its end game content? No. No man. So I'm do you know what the end game content is? It's basically your aim labs, which are pretty much copy pasted labs. Okay, you just grind through mm-hmm. those, which will have maybe a different color palette with the same enemies, but instead of a ten level ka marker over the heads, they'll have a twenty level marker over there. I would rather have quality over this kind of quality. So, which is why I was very happy. So, what I do with a game like Destiny is I will kill it for maybe a month or two and then I will move on and come back. That's the whole point of this game, of these kind of games. You play it, you go and you come back. You go and you come back. You go and you come back when there's something significant. With every expansion, Destiny brought me back. Here, I'm now literally considering, should I even play the game more on the PS4 or should I just wait till the PS5? Because, dude, like I told you, I can't play this game without headphones. The fucking console goes so loud. It's like, I can't hear dialogues, yeah. dude. I'm not even playing. Like, I got to really blast. It sounds, it sounds like a helicopter. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> insanely loud, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so, 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 basically, since you're saying that it's not worth getting at full price at launch, then, then even more incentive to kind of enter the showcase I, yeah, yeah, unless and until <laughs> unless and until you're like this insane like you know marvel fan in which case you probably already have the game right but and if you're a marvel side, fan if you're a marvel fan then, you, then giving away a very cool uh marvel avengers steelbook uh for people oh, yeah. who, people who listen to this podcast so if you want to win a steelbook uh we'll be sharing this podcast episode uh, on twitter so just share that with your uh followers and then we'll pick one of the retweets to win a cop to win one of these steel books so make sure you keep an eye out for that yeah so make it a nice retweet as in like add something of your own to it and all and like you know those things will matter and also let's just specify it's a steel book without the there's game there's no game in it <laughs> there's no disc in it it's just a steel yeah, so we're assuming you're a fan and you will be getting the game so so this is a nice addition to put your disc in yeah yeah right so, uh, in other big so, news this week, earlier in the week, uh, there was the announcement from NVIDIA of the new uh, Ampere series of GPUs that they've launched, which is the RTX 30 series. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not the kind of person who up- who upgrades my PC a lot or at all. So, for me, this, is, this wasn't really that big news. But I think people are reasonably happy with the pricing. Like, what's the general consensus on that? 
Okay, so uh, basically the biggest advantage of having this over the 20 series is DLSS, which they have implemented really, really well on a hardware level in this. So are you guys familiar with what DLSS does exactly? No, not really. <laughs> so, so no, the basic uh, idea is to render the image at a lower resolution. So say, for example, if you're playing it on 4K and the game will actually render it in, say, 1440p, and then it will use AI to upscale the image into proper full 4K resolution. So it's actually better than checkerboarding, which is something that happens on PlayStation consoles or probably some other, or actually rendering the complete game in 4K, which can be very, very heavy on any GPU at this point. So this is one of the technologies that they've really, really worked on. And it was there in the 20 series cards as well. But now it's actually done in a much, much better way in the new cards. And there are certain demos in games like Doom, in Control, and other uh, games that they have so far, which have already implemented this. And the results are amazing. As in, like, the your uh, performance on a 3080, for example, is, like, say, for around uh, 75 to 90% higher than what you were getting on a 2080. So that that's a pretty big jump on that ray tracing obviously that's improved quite a bit as in like you can now uh, like not worry about playing games on uh, full ray tracing and all that and a 3080 card and you know and even 3070 cards are very well equipped to handle ray tracing just as good as a 2080 card and all and yeah these are the major improvements that you should be really going for and the most important part is that the cards have launched internationally not here but internationally at the same price as their 20 series cards so that kind of makes it a very very so here you're the pricing uh so far as in nvidia is given starting at prices so the 3070 is at 51,000, the 3080 is at 71,000, and the 3090 is at 1.52 lakhs Uh, now i I don't know what starting at means. Uh, is this the founder edition pricing or what? It yeah. is. It is. It is the founder edition pricing, and uh, the range will definitely keep going higher and higher with every OEM that picks it up. And uh, yeah, it's it's not a very good price man out here, especially considering that the twenty eighties were cheaper when they launched here, or what? Were they around the same price? Good, you're asking the wrong crowd. I- yeah, either way. So, I, I I mean, I don't remember them being like this expensive when they, uh, it launched or whatever. It could be comparable, but it's quite a bit of a tax that you're paying uh, for buying the cards locally. I think but the trend, well, the trend across PC hardware is that it's all become more expensive. It's not just the GPUs. The CPUs are more expensive. Everything is more expensive. I think only RAM has recently dropped, I believe. But RAM wasn't no, too expensive much. anyways. <laughs> no, I heard, I heard, uh, I think Harjas was saying, because he, he works in that field and he was like, RAM prices are going to drop. But RAM was cheap anyways. Like, who cares if it drops a bit or goes up a bit? RAM is cheap. Is this stuff that is okay. really expensive, right? So, but I think generally, like, like looking at what, 2 lakhs to spend on a, on a PC that to build with this, with one of these GPUs. Pretty much no, dude, how do you have 2 lakhs? The card itself is 1.5. No, no, not 30.90. I'm that's, saying, that's saying 30.80 or 30.70. You're no, still paying 1.5 lakhs to do. Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of people because I was just looking at the cost and I was told that a mid-range, like a mid to high range rig, minimum 1.5 lakhs, you got to puck it out for everything. Not counting yeah. the display. So, not counting a nice display. If you want like a 4K display and all that shit, yeah. that's going to cost. Or a G6. So, you know what? 
here's where the, these uh, new cards kind of change the game as well because now if you say for example i have a 1080 ti and if you had a 2080 and all that like probably a couple of years or three years down the line you may need an upgrade because like it, these cards are uh, perform mainly on like raw power as in like they want to they they use their entire uh, power to just render the image at the highest resolution you can get and all that obviously i'm putting it very very simply but with this new dlss technology and if it's uh, implemented uh, so well in these uh, 30 series cards these cards should be able to easily last you five years and beyond because the games are all going to be rendered at lower resolution so that at least that brute force rendering is not going to be outdating these cards anytime uh, anytime soon so as long as the games keep implementing this dlss technology and nvidia keeps supporting the uh, these cards with that technology and newer updates and all in the future then you have a much better more secure future with these cards than you did with any of the previous generation so with these cards you're basically so, yeah. are they promising for 4k at 60 fps pretty much as in like that's the whole idea about it see the 4k will not be like a proper brute force 4k rendering it would be like a lower resolution rendering using dlss uh it'll be an enhancing the image to 4k which honestly looks very very impressive there are certain games that do that and you cannot tell the difference in fact in some cases dlss rendering has shown better image quality than even actual 4k uh, rendering full 4k rendering there are certain bugs that seem to come out here and there and all but it's very very ignorable compared to the advantages that you have with these things i mean your card will not be like overheating itself constantly trying to render an image completely at four dude because so with like for example DLSS, like a like a 10 series card which did come out five years ago it came out what two years ago or three years ago what was it the 10 series 10 no three three years back maybe three to four years back i think dude before the two series what was there so 2016 no see 2016 was the 1080 as far as i know and uh, then the two series came out in i think late 2017 and was started implement being implemented everywhere by 2018 or something so 2018 2019 there was no new launch so are either because way, 10 I mean, series like, is dead now dude you can't you can't play anything at, on high at uh, on 10 series card anymore so i think 5 Tell me about 5, it, bro. five years is 5 years is optimistic dude <laughs> on these on this series like we always think that Good. the new ones will last five years but i mean you know what when thing. nvidia comes out with a card now everything below the 80 series is uh, considered a compromise so i mean don't expect a long lifespan in, in those yeah even 30 70 i would not but say dude, that that's that kind of fucking me. bullshit right because it's not that they're giving out the cards for like peanuts you spend so much money you get a rig going only to have it obsolete that fucked up dude no, no, also if you buy one yeah, of these cards, yeah. you are going to upgrade other stuff as well to kind of make sure that right, it doesn't so, bottleneck yeah, exactly. somewhere else. And that's the issue. That That is, see, PC gaming is expensive. There's no doubt but about it. you know it. what, dude, does obviously. it really need to be this expensive? You take out the fucking greed from these companies and what is really the need for it to be so expensive, dude? Like, so, so it's not just the company greed, dude. It's also like the greed from the gamers themselves demand that kind of performance, right? I mean, you don't want, if a game will perform as well as it does on a console, you're not going to be happy on no, your PC. I, I'm, I get that. But what I'm saying is that yeah. when I, dude, I... When I did my rig up just before the wedding, I still spent around 70k on the rig, which like, without a right. monitor and all. And today, in like two years, I'm just like, 
asking for games on console now because my PC can't handle it. So to me, that's really put me off PC gaming. To be honest, dude, like it's like yeah. there's just constant need to upgrade RAM, put in an SSD, do this, do that. And worst of all is the hardware, uh, the the game manufacturers aren't supporting us also by releasing fuck all ports of PC games. So what's the fuck is the point? That that's definitely a very big issue because games are coming better optimized on consoles than on PC, and that's something that has that's always been plaguing at any time. Whenever consoles have been higher selling than PC games, console games have been selling higher than PC games. So that is something that is reflecting even now. No, but in fact, in fact, if if the game is being used like like if they're going to use a console as a lead platform for a game, it should be far easier to port that to a PC because you're because you're you're porting a much lower sort of performance version of the game onto a PC that can scale into a much more powerful uh, platform. Like even even a even a base base level PC game uh, con- a gaming PC would match up with the console. So I don't see why that should be a problem in porting to PC. Absolutely. See, I mean, it's not just about the hardware horsepower. It's also about the shortcuts you can take in consoles. Certain uh, things can be rendered very differently from the other parts of whatever you're seeing. Say, for example, if you're in a scene outdoors, then certain rocks that are close to you are rendered very differently than the rocks on the edge of the screen or probably at a certain distance. And all and these are the short, shortcuts they take to give you that 30 FPS performance. But on PC, those things get a lot more evident because your monitors are... are meant to give you that level also of i'm guessing pc this pc has so much fragmentation and so much so many different configurations that whereas console you know what you're making for and it deserve to test it exactly. on that so i think i guess that's also exactly issue, yeah it's the same reason why Apple's products but tend you to know, be more all this has actually got me more excited for a PS5 than any of these 3 series cards like I'm actually looking forward to just Dude, you're paying a- you're paying less for a PS5 than for just a 370 card just right. the card is more going to be more expensive than the PS5 not and you know what chances are the reflections and everything that you see on games that are showing ray tracing in inverted commas ray tracing uh, on the PS5 may be just about as good as the 3 series cards because they will be using these other shortcut me- methods to give you that same level of uh, reflection or at least a similar level of reflection or ray tracing effect whether they cheat or not whatever it's up to them but you'll get a similar effect without spending that kind of money so yeah so one more one more thing that they've announced with this now I don't know if it's if this is only for the three series cards but they've announced this thing called nvidia deflex which yeah, basically is okay. yeah which is basically designed to reduce latency and games yeah. can have a low latency mode in it so i don't know i don't know if that's really like a marketing gimmick but i mean it honestly pretty... it sounds very gimmicky dude yeah like, it does sound like i was seeing the example they showed with valorant and it and while it was very technical what kind of i i think at the end of the day dude your skill is what you have with you no amount of like better latency exactly. is going to make you be a better player so that's fucking bullshit dude. yeah yeah, you got hit yeah, gonna exactly. You're not gonna magically play like Shroud suddenly, right? Yeah. So yeah, and these and, and these cards also come with a new sort of uh, tech that let that, that allows streamers to be able to stream more high quality, uh, more high resolution streams at lower at lower bandwidth use. So that's also pretty cool right. news for that's guys cool who want to stream. And you go saying that yeah. they also have yeah. some cool software that they are launching for for streamers. Yeah, dude, in fact, it makes like the whole aspect of superimposing yourself into a stream or blurring out your background. Let's say you have a lot of clutter in your background. The, it it makes the whole thing just like two presses of a button and it's just your cutout into the game. Very easy, very seamless. Yeah. 
Nice. It's very helpful when you have family members moving at the background. You can just right. blur the whole thing. Oh, and and I think that that software also has uh, noise cancellation. So this guy had an example where his girlfriend was using oh, the yeah. blow dryer in the room. He put that on. I don't know how good it's going to be in real life, but you could just hear him. None of the ambient sound in the background. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Right. So these yeah, so yeah. these uh, GPUs are out. I think some this month, some next month, and most of them apparently are going to have Watch Dogs Legions bundled with it. Oh, nice! Uh, depends on the uh, manufacturer, I'm guessing, but that's what they announced. And also, they announced along they launched along with the with this announcement uh, a new trailer for Watch Dogs. Did you guys see that? I did. I did. It looked fucking good. Yeah. But yeah. dude, I'm gonna be honest. The ray tracing trailer with Cyberpunk got me a little hard, dude. That shit was fucking <laughs> tight. Yeah, that, that, that was, was really, fucking, really that, that was the only trailer that got me thinking like, hmm, upgrade the PC. <laughs> then I slapped myself. I was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm upgrading anything right now. Yeah. And it's kind of shitty that all this is happening at a time where everyone's kind of, you know, getting the burden of this whole COVID thing and everyone's earning less. And then you have all these other expenses that you kind of ah, want to make, but you don't want to make. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so from nice. from like super high end gaming, let's go to super low end gaming, and super that, gaming. <laughs> that brings us to PUBG. Non-existent gaming now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so PUBG, thing. I've huh. just seen the memes. I've just seen the memes so far. Huh. What exactly is this game about? I want to know it right now, bro. What 4G? Yeah. Wait. So first, let's talk about PUBG and our PUBG. Is Let's talk about PUBG okay, bad, dude. So, so PUBG, so back in June, uh, the government, so it's basically very, it's all political shit, but basically what happened is back in June, uh, the government banned uh, 59 Chinese apps and one of them was TikTok, which is one of the biggest Chinese apps, I think, in, in, uh, in, in India right now. So they banned TikTok because apparently it was like, like damaging to the country's sovereignty and defense and security and all that. And then somehow they they spared PUBG, but then the speculation has been there for a while that they'll go, they're going to ban PUBG soon. And that happened a couple of days ago where they banned PUBG and another 117 apps, including many other games like Arena yeah. of Valor, Marvel Super War, a bunch of other Chinese developed games. Uh, again, the same reason was given uh, that that it's what security and defense and sovereignty and all that. But but I mean the timing was very. I mean, I mean, no, no one is being fooled because it happened at the same time when there's some there are some border di- border disputes happening with China, uh, so right. this seems like yeah. like a pretty time just to kind of counter that. But the fact is, yeah, PUBG has been banned in India. I think I think now it's off the app stores as well. PUBG Mobile only, right? PUBG Mobile and PUBG Lite Mobile. So not the not the PC version. Wait, but, but not the PUBG console. Lite or PC is available? I believe it is because I don't okay. think Tencent made that. I think it was that made by Blue Moon. I have the client right now on my PC. And no, and you can even probably play it on the emulator that you get on the PC and all from Tencent and things like that if you really are that desperate to play PUBG. Yeah. But you, yeah, the whole point of PUBG Mobile is playing it on the mobile. Yeah, so basically the, the issue is that the PUBG has so PUBG has been banned, but I mean the, cha- the issue is that this entire, uh, the entire, all the hype around gaming in India around how esports is so big and streamers are making millions and whatever. All that was 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 basically based around one game, and now that that one game mm. is gone, streamers are out of content. As in, they have content, but but they kind of built an entire million base, like like millions of uh, user base, viewer base, based on PUBG only. They may not come back for any other mm. game. Uh, similarly, esports, the pe- uh, people spend crores in investing in esports, uh, hiring teams, getting sponsors, purely because it was PUBG. PUBG and they're going to get the viewers for that and they're going to get get kind of the consumers engaged in that. So now that 
the PUBG is gone, everything is kind of imploded. And now everyone, everyone so is... So the alternatives, uh, the alternatives that people have right now are Free Fire and... Uh, so one second, so dude, Free Fire and COD. Because that's Tencent, Call of Duty Mobile. No, so basically... Call of Duty. So basically, ah, the sorry. issue is that oh, it's basically of data security, where they think that Chinese companies are not using data from Indian users securely. Now, with Call of Duty, the thing is, is published by Activision, so Activision controls the data, and so that's that's so, so even though Tencent made the game, Activision owns and publishes it, and so Tencent doesn't have control over the data. Also, since this ban happened, Activision removed Tencent's name from the loading screens of COD Mobile. It's only Activision <laughs> now. Smart, move. yeah. Not just that, even Free Fire, which is made by a Singaporean company, it has a pretty chunky stake with uh, Tencent. Yeah. So, yeah. So that way, that way, <laughs> that way even Fortnite Tencent. should be banned because they have a stake in, in uh, Epic as well. And in Activision as well. Yeah. So, well, Fortnite is already out of iOS. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And certain movies also do. Tencent's got its hands in everything. Yeah, so I think I think the yeah, bigger Tencent. question is that, okay, who is who owns most of it and therefore who controls the data? So if it's a company based in America or Singapore or something like that, I don't, I don't think the government will care. But then again, the government doesn't, is, like, there's, there's no science behind this. They're just looking at, oh, this Chinese, let's ban it. Like there's no real uh, methodology or... Any it's sort of logical list. thinking behind what they choose so to this ban. Is like saying when COVID happened, people stopped eating Chinese food. <laughs> exactly. This is not, this not is pretty much like that. Yeah. Is that. This is as fucking stupid as that. So you know what? If you see the list, also the kind of names that they've given for these games, they've actually copy pasted it exactly as it is on the App Store yeah. on the Android. Yeah, 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 yeah. So PUBG, that particular map was mentioned, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous yeah. how they. So. In the official document. And the fallout of this is that, you know, like when TikTok was banned, they were like, like overnight, they were like Indian versions of TikTok that came out, which were fucking horrendous. Like there was, there was this one, there was this one called Chingari, which is like a flame. (laughs) Uh, And it was, dude, the the, the app wouldn't open. Like, like because I tried a story for it for Mumbai Mirror, I, I actually installed the app and I, it the app wouldn't open. It was that bad, and and they were like, "Oh, we've got we are getting funding coming in," and you had and you had Anand, Anand Mahindra tweeting about, "Oh, I'm so proud of this Chingari app and all that shit." Just like bullshit, Chingari. bullshit nationalism. But now that's happening. That's happened. That's happening with PUBG now as well because th- there's a game announced called Forgy. Now, <laughs> so Forgy is F A U hyphen G, uh, and it's it is which is unfortunate because Forgy itself is a decent name. You don't have to make it like PUBG yeah. to make it like, oh, we're obviously competing. Obviously, we're capitalizing on that trend and all to kind of fucking Yeah, but I think unlike Chingari, which was like purely a cash grab, this actually a game that seems to be have been in the works for a while and now they're just capitalizing on PUBG's ban. Uh, so, this so is, is it a battle royale game? Nothing is known about it. Uh, apparently, there are some single player elements to it. Uh, okay. But they, but but again, Encore uh, guys who are making it, they have experience in live ops for online games. Like, they've done some work for Wayne Glory and a bunch of other Asian uh, MOBAs and online games, and they've done live ops for that. So they have experience in online gaming. So I'm sure there'll be some online element to this game as well. What I right. don't like about this game is that that I don't get why. Like, see, PUBG, Fortnite, these games, there is no like, like there's no like nationalism patriotism angle to it it's just a shooting game in a fictional island and you don't have any agenda to it here there it, it's so yeah. heavily focused on indian military and patriotism and pride and all that like there's no need for that shit and and top of that you know so like i heard some uh, there were some tweets out there about you know how they're gonna have one level uh, in in the galwan valley and one level here and there so it's gonna kind of kind of 
like uh, play it's, it's going to capitalize on a lot of patriotism and nationalism and all that which i don't think is needed to kind of sell a, to make a game popular in india like Dude, people I are playing games actually uh, in in fact i think it's actually dangerous because if i'm a kid who doesn't know any better i will take what this game is uh, showing me and run with it and i could actually just not look at logic or read the whole source anymore and just but dude that's the, the thing is the thing is that the, the, this game this game is going to make sure it panders to whatever the government line is right, right. it's not it's not going to go in some other like you know like you know risky direction it's going to be exactly what the government wants to say it's going to say that because the government but to be all... very honest like not to defend this game cod does that exactly it's agreed. always america agreed. that showed in a good way like they always have like in fact this year's modern warfare also came under fire because there was this one mission in which they completely kind of rewrote the actual events to make the americans sound like the good guys so dude it, i agree it, that's yeah. that's true but the thing is that cod is also a good game to play that is For not sure. this nationalism <laughs> is not the way they're selling the game in this case in this case it is all about that oh support an indian game support the indian military that's the theme of this game it's not about oh this game is going to be fun to play which is the problem i have like you know let people enjoy the game let the game be good and then you kind of bring in that as a secondary element to it but, but the here, problem with this the problem with this is because it's not being promoted by a game development company it's being promoted by modi it's being promoted by akshay kumar who are not gamers themselves and this is the only angle they have and this is why it's being promoted and you know what the fuck up is it's going to work this way cuz akshay kumar's legions of fans are just going to lap it up no matter what they'll be like ha badhiya ventures the thing about this thing of the thing about games like this is that the moment it comes out like people will throng to it because Akshay Kumar and Modi or whoever right. the fuck, but but give it a month. Like if the game isn't good, people are not going to stick to it. Like that doesn't work for for apps and for games and for social media platforms. It doesn't work. Like how much hype is going to drive people to keep going to it? Exactly. Not just that. My actually my biggest disappointment with this whole banning thing is that I really wish PUBG was banned before TikTok, so I could at least see all those crying videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like sorry to sound so sadistic, but yeah, dude, those are the most entertaining things on TikTok, man. The crying videos. I mean, I mean, I mean, for for guys like us who never played PUBG, I mean, it doesn't really matter. And even on IVG forum, people like fuck, thank God, it's got banned. Like, no one gives a shit because we play mostly. People play mostly on, on IVG, and even even the three of us, we oh, mostly man. play on PC or console. So for us, it's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah, it's a I mean, it was kind of income dependent on this. I will say that. Yeah, it's not so sure. It's not so sure. Like, like, like there were some streamers. Like, I heard this one line, which really made me laugh. But it's kind of sad. And he said that, "Hum to, hum to aaye the raste se, abhi, abhi fir se wapas jayenge raste pe." So, I mean, these guys came out of nowhere, right? They came out of absolutely nowhere. They came and they uh, put in the work, dude. Like, we don't like them, but I feel they did put in the work. They grinded, and now it's just like boom, snatched away from them, like fucking Thanos with his snap, dude. It's not yeah. cool. But them. dude, so basically, there there is some talk going on about how uh, they're gonna get this ban reversed in fifteen days. Uh, oh really? About, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna remove any sort of uh, ten cent ownership of the game. and of the indian entity uh, from the ownership so it's going to become an entirely indian owned uh, entity all data will be stored only in india uh, because they realize that dude this is like the tencent stock dropped like mad when they after this got banned so right. they, they need to yeah. they need to do something quickly but then again if the government's idea is to kind of send a message to china they're not going to care what tencent does now this is about sending a message so i don't know if it will work but there's people like that they're trying a lot behind the scenes to kind of get the get the ban revoked 
So right now I'm on YouTube gaming and I'm just looking at the top live games at this point. The number one live game is Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Yeah, Mobile Legends is quite then popular. League Legends, then League of Legends, then Arena of Valor, Minecraft, then the Idol Master. Arena of Valor also is okay. banned. Arena of Valor is banned on mobile, yeah. right? But not on uh, PC. Yeah. So anyway, and but there is Free Fire in the top six at least. Yeah. So yeah. That's what happened. Free Fire actually has a has a massive player base in, in in India, far more than COD Mobile. Him is COD. I think Activision yeah. dropped the balls really hard in India. Like they should have had a team set up here to push that game because that, because that launch it it basically blew up. Uh, I mean, it really yeah, did so yeah. well that launch, and even now there are a lot of people playing it. But they really should have kind of done a lot more locally, which they didn't do at all. Barring that one random, no, but it had a pretty hard drop. yeah, very hard drop, and in fact. Barring that one Tiger Shroff weird video that he did, they didn't do much with the game in India at all. Dude, that video was like the worst fucking thing I've seen in a while, dude. Like sitting in some Babu office making that video was just embarrassing for everyone involved. Except for the guys who walked away with a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, I mean, they both seem so uncomfortable in the whole Dude, it was uncomfortable for me to watch. I'm like, dude, this is some... Ugh, what the fuck is happening here, bro? It's just weird, dude. Yeah. Like even yeah. like both free both Garena who 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 makes who who published uh, Free Fire and Tencent they they spent a lot of money to to build an entire uh, streamer community to build an esports community around it but nothing from Activision considering the game did so well like like India is still the the, the second biggest market in terms of downloads for that game after the US but yeah. they they just not supporting it enough so yeah sucks for them hopefully now they lose something with it. Right, right. But that was not the only disappointing gaming news that did come out this week, right? I mean, like there was also the Gamescom. Oh fuck, dude! Gamescom was like a series of bad, <laughs> bad developments. Yeah, Gamescom was like a fucking yeah. disaster. I mean, for I mean, I've actually been to Gamescom and and so just fond memories and to see what it's what it's come to now, uh, it's fucking abysmal, dude. It's so sad. We actually, actually, we were, we were also up watching it. Like Nash and I were watching it live, and there was a whole watch party. We were all, we all got together and we watched it live, and it was just so fucking disappointing. So I've used a lot of strength to kind of just block it from my memory because in my mind it didn't happen. <laughs> so this yeah. just brings back the anger right now. So I'm gonna try and like because I, I get it, dude. It's COVID time and shit, but dude, it was so fucking bad, bro. Like on every level, the the whole. The, the fact that there were 10 seconds of gameplay shown and shown as new gameplay. The fact that your big fucking reveal for making me watch that piece of fucking turd shit was a fucking gameplay video I've already seen before was like the icing on that shit cake for me, dude. I was like, you know what? Fuck. Dude, and what were those random awards in the middle? Like games How can that- you give Cyberpunk <laughs> your best fucking PS4 game when like, what? It's <laughs> like, what? What is even happening here? Dude, what were the games that were being shown? There was no gameplay. Who the fuck wants to play a Walking Dead bridge building fucking game, dude? Dude, who what? the fuck wants to see a concept art video of a fucking Blizzard ca- comic book for five minutes straight? Who, who the fuck who wants to see that dude from Back to the Future like look really <laughs> uncomfortable and make me feel really bad for him? Like, why is this that happening, bro? Like, there were so many points that I was just like, why is this in existence right now? Exactly. So tell me, is this like a bad trend in which, like, does this speak volumes about gaming events online or does it speak volumes about the kind of games we are getting now in the 
uh, like current generation and the future. Dude, I think it's a mix of both because if you see all the all the online events that have happened till now, they've all been like, except for maybe one or two saves here and there, they've all been kind mm-hmm. of like whatever. And to me, it's actually painting a really bleak picture for 2021. It's like, what am I even right. going to be playing in that year if I buy the console, man? Like everything's looking really fucking bad right now. Dude, also what also what used to happen like also used to happen with events is that earlier when Gamescom used to happen right all the publishers would Mm. save their biggest announcement for Gamescom or E3 now what's happening is they're all doing their own events and neither of them has enough of enough big hits to to pull off an entire event together so all these events are going to have one or two highlights and it's going to be fucking filler otherwise and Gamescom has nothing left because all the uh, guys are doing their own events so Gamescom suffering because of that and these other guys they Even have, if GameStop huh. is doing is doing like everyone else is doing their own game, like for example, at like EA showed a decent amount of Medal of Honor, right? I'm I'm not gonna play that game, but they did that. So I'm saying they couldn't have planned something in advance and shown us gameplay of games we really care about. Show us a small slice, but show something, dude. Other than just a logo, a concept art, dude. Dragon Age, okay, it's alive. So what do we know about Dragon Age? Nothing. Here's a bunch of people chilling in the fucking park because of COVID. Like, what the fuck is this gonna help me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it was badly it was just thrown together i feel this was thrown together at the last minute just to kind of maybe make some money off like certain sponsors or whatever it seemed like very very low i effort. think probably uh that jeff Keighley's company was paid a lot of money by gamescom to do opening night live like he was on the contract right. to do it and i guess he had to do it and he tried and, and i'm sure he tried to get all the publishers on board to show something big but they all have their own plans like like dc did, did something at the dc fandom and ubisoft has ubisoft forward which is going to happen again but now what i'm saying is why can't they repeat at least in some way right because i have seen games with gameplay different gameplay at e3 back then and different little gameplay at gamescom and in fact i would look forward to that right so why could he at least do that because he is a gamer himself or at least i hope he is he should know that this kind of an event is gonna get him fucking lambasted on the net dude he had no saving grace and in fact he said also lower your expectations dude this was me taking my expectations putting them into the ground and fucking peeing all over them bro also, like in his defense, like earlier, what used to happen is like, like let's say Sony has has a game coming or Ratchet and Clank, whatever, at the early next year. They, if they knew that okay, June is E3, August is Gamescom, whatever, September is Paris Games Week, they'll make sure that they have okay one small demo at E3, one small demo at Gamescom, and they can plan it. But now because there's no plan, they don't know what's what the fuck is happening. They they couldn't plan it. So I think that also kind of went against Gamescom in that respect because because no one knew Gamescom was going to happen also. Until I guess a month or so before and, actually. And also they put it for two hours. This whole show could have happened in half an hour, 40 minutes. 45 exactly. minutes. One hour at best. They you dragged know, it out. Getting into a very dangerous territory in which every show before it happens, people are putting up like lower your expectations, disclaimers and all that. I think is giving a pretty clear indicator that people are not happy with uh, seeing the games that they're showcasing on these events. So I really, really hope they do some sort of course correction. Dude, somewhere. even so with DC, you saw with after all the years that the Suicide Squad game was in development and we got a CG trailer. People were crying out yeah. for that, that this is bullshit, dude. We want to see something. And I think the time where you can wow people with a concept CG trailer has long gone. Like no one, it, it, that impresses no one anymore. Yeah, but you know what, in like Suicide Squad's defense, like it's happening in 2020, it's releasing in 2022, so I would still give it some uh, grace on that. But yeah, man, I mean, like, okay, games I'll, I'll give it to you that, dude. Miles Morales, uh, fucking Ratchet and Clank, they're all releasing 
in oh, months yeah. time at least show me something different ratchet and clank was nothing but an extended gameplay of what i saw okay it looked more polished great yeah. but i want to see more of the game and spider man dude show something yeah there's nothing shown in dude there. also also like weird. i mean also something is seriously wrong in planning because like now we're at what first week of september and two months from now two they're going to have xbox series x yeah. two months from now exactly and we don't know the, the pricing we don't know the release date exactly dude fuck pricing we don't know the launch date all they do is show indie games talk about games pass thousands of games bencho where's what's going to sell nothing why should i we have we have no idea what what to expect right now with the next gen consoles at this point with pricing and all it's crazy it's just crazy i mean now like, now that xbox is going to release the series s which has already been so badly revealed through their own product packaging and all that <laughs> uh, they're going to have some event i think this week or end of this week or maybe next week they're going to have an event to announce that they better come with some games as well dude because just announcing because oh the, the console is going to be underwhelming it's going to be underpowered it's, it's, it's going to be like mid gen type of uh, console so dude, yeah, i'm about gonna... money right now and tell you is going to be crap the console or the event everything <laughs> <laughs> 2020 is going to be on crap. everything being <laughs> shit dude right now like you know dude i get it covid's really fucking everything up but i'm saying there is a little bit of way you can at least have something stitched together you guys obviously knew this in like jan that lockdown was going to happen feb lockdown was going to happen right so you knew for a fact that you had to plan for gamescom that gamescom was happening in advance jeff kelly wouldn't have overnight said that chalo let's do gamescom right so i'm saying put a vertical slice put something put put like Put, like, don't give me fucking concept art, dude. But you know, actually, actually, you know what was dude, actually, I was, I, I was watching uh, a video. I think it was the Naughty Dog team, and they were saying that, dude, the amount of work that goes into making a vertical slice, it's like actually making, mm. it's actually polishing up an entire game. It's like you're building a separate game, which you're polishing up to playable level and and showable level. It's not like you're taking a piece of what's already made. You're actually making something. You have an entire team making a vertical slice. So I think the that this wasn't available to them given the covid uh, situation dude i get that vertical slices are tough to make but i'm saying at least have like you know what i will say this at least batman even though i didn't see i don't enjoy the arkham knight or uh, no what's that batman game they announced the gotham, gotham knight like the game itself is unappealing to me but the fact at least they showed some gameplay gives me an idea of what the game is about Right. right. I, that's all I'm saying. It was not a very polished slice. Like I think they just stitched it together because of this COVID situation. But they showed something, so I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe this is a game I need to avoid completely. But keeping me in the dark like this is more frustrating. I feel like what is happening. You know, the only game I think that got a good reveal uh, throughout this uh, in all these streams was Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and One Plus Two. That was a pretty good you know, review. Watch Dogs Legion got a decent, yeah. got a decent showing. Yeah, Watch Dogs Legion got. Valhalla got a decent game, got got gameplay as well. No, but but these are games we knew about from uh, before, right? I mean, Tony Hawk during its announcement itself, they kind of showed a pretty big chunk of it. So I thought that. So was that they need to manage a fucking remake or not even a remake? It's a remaster slash. But if it's remake. a remake, that means it's being built from scratch. But is it? Is it? Is it, it, is it a remake? Is it? Is it? It's a remake, I think. I don't think it's, it's a, a complete remaster. remake. It's a complete oh, okay. remake, and it's really, yeah. really good, apparently. And even Valhalla, dude, it's actually like people have hated on that game, and like it does, it looks very bad. But at least they're showing gameplay, so I'm like, okay, something better than nothing. 
So speaking of which, there is a new UB forward happening on September 10th, where we should be able to see a little bigger chunk of Valhalla, hopefully. Of course. More I mean, watch the game dogs, is out. to be honest. Both, both, because, watch dogs. both the games are out in October, November, respectively. So we, we will definitely get more for both of them. Yeah. We will also get so we will I also want, get new from I want to see more, sorry. Huh. Sorry, I want to just see a little more of Valhalla performing on a next gen console compared to what they've shown before. Because my biggest gripe was that what they showed before was very, very unappealing and it seemed very current gen. I mean it did not have any kind of a next gen value attached to it. Watchdog still looked really, really good and then the like uh, 30 uh, series card reveal demo, that was not demo, but uh, trailer, that was even much Dude, let me put your mind to rest actually i have seen so ubisoft is weird in this way for some okay. reason they have chosen to maybe due to contracts or whatever they've chosen to showcase valhalla on one console or another and it looks bad but i have actually seen gamers who had hands-on with the game play it on their pcs and it looks fucking great dude and it plays great it's kadak 60 fps it looks really nice i'm very happy to hear yeah, that it looks really nice i shared that video with you in fact like a guy has gone through like the same mission that was shown in ub yeah. forward he played that same raid mission and the difference is like night and day so even, much better. Even Digital Foundry got uh, got their hands on the game after, after the last to be. Uh, no, so they didn't have. It wasn't PC. It was PC, but it was it, it was like uh, simulated specs of an Xbox Series X. Okay. So yeah, I mean th- that's the thing. I don't think they've officially given out uh, something like this, or at least people who have played it have signed some sort of NDA for it. So this guy must have I don't know done some. No, no, there are lots of gameplay videos of Assassin's Creed out on PC on for Valhalla. Like a lot of them. Yeah, and, 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 and the DF really video, they weren't allowed to say what the specs were also. They were just said, okay, play it. Just to see nice. what and even are. Watch Dogs, in fact, the same guy, he's a British streamer, he got hands-on Watch Dogs on his PC, which I'm assuming is a pretty beastly PC. And in Watch Dogs, looked and played really, really nice at 60 FPS. Man, I'm so looking forward to both these games. But the thing is that I really dread the idea of playing them on my current consoles. So think of it as an interim thing or unless you're like super horny for it, like maybe just hold off on the purchase, you know? That, that's what that's the same reason that i haven't even played ghost of tsushima because i really wanted to play it on the next gen console marvel avengers i don't know it's a multiplayer game so i really Dude, want to ghost be of in tsushima and in fact and last of us were two games that were made so well even for current gen i was like okay cool yeah. you know what i don't need to wait but avengers like i'm literally in the mindset of let me just stop right now and replay back on the ps5 you know that my biggest concern is I don't even know if it will have a life that long. You Probably know, I'm, I'm hoping it will. <laughs> I'm hoping it will. So that, that's the whole idea. But the thing is that if uh, I want to uh, play that game while it's still in the conversation and there are still some multiple aspects available, this is my concern so, yeah. with the new with these games coming out now. Like if 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 like Watch Dogs and all these games they come out and they're not performing well because the focus was the next gen, they will not sell well. Firstly, and that might really hurt the game in the long run. Because, anyways, the PS5 version is going to be a free upgrade. So, people who people may not end up buying the game now. So, I think Watch Dogs will get hurt, for sure. But Assassin's Creed is too big of a juggernaut now. I don't think it will affect sales. People are craving for a new Assassin's Creed game since there wasn't one last year also. So, Assassin's Creed is not going to get... In fact, Watch Dogs, I think if this one doesn't sell, this franchise is dead, dude. Because as much as Watch Dogs 2 was, and I enjoyed it, it did not sell very well. 
really for ubisoft I yeah it, it didn't sell that well dude and unlike games like the division or even um, you know for honor which are primarily games as a service games these are designed as single player games so you'll have your one or two drops of dlc and that's pretty much it dude not much else to be done with these games you know yeah so the good thing is that if you're watching uh, UB forward there are going to be instructions or something given out or at least they've probably already given it out and you can get watch dogs 2 for free for that I thought that already day. happened with the last event and people were like not able to buy it. It's happening with this one as well. So it's happening with this one as well. Right, and right. Uh, if you did not redeem it the last time, here's your chance to actually go ahead and get it. In fact, you know, so, do yeah. you guys know that Ubisoft's game that we played, Hyperscape, is also really tanked as far as BR goes? Like, no one's playing it. It's not in the top 10 in any platform. Like, like all the top streamers who I normally look at, they've all given up on yeah. that game. They, and they were saying like, dude, the skill ceiling is too high. And if they find it too high, I'm like, who the fuck is this game for, bro? It is, it is. I think they need to kind of balance it out a little bit, man, for something You know like what? This. Uh, in, in fact, I think what they'll do is, you guys know about that Amazon game, Crucible? Which you were streaming. I've heard of it. Right. Yeah. So, no, so, so that was New World. So, before that, Amazon came out with this game called Crucible, which again kind of wanted to capitalize on the whole uh, BR ish PVP VE Overwatch based, class based. It was like a full khichdi of all the current yeah. trends. And it tanked so hard that they actually unlisted it. They took it back out from the store. And now it's going to release like six months later, which is why the game I was streaming, New World, which weirdly is surprisingly polished is also being pushed back. So, I think this will be another trend we'll see going forward. Games don't perform well off the boat. They're going to get delisted or removed from the store and then they'll be put out again. Like, Hyperscape is a free game so they can do that. I don't know how they'll do that with paid games though. Just to go back one second to Gamescom and the Bioware reveal, I'm, I, I was happy with one thing though that at least they're working on something else besides that shitty anthem. <laughs> at least they're working on a single player experience. I hope it's a single player experience. The, by the way, the new Dragon Age is going to be a game as a service game. FII. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like the genre, but not that much. I don't want everything to be but that. But that's good. the fuck up, right? Because it's like when BR is popular, everything becomes BR. When gas is popular, everything becomes gas. You remember when COD was popular, everyone wanted a fucking military shooter. So they keep yeah. chasing these trends, dude. And it's what it is now. So besides oh, besides right. Watch Dogs and Valhalla, they're also gonna they're also promising a bunch of other stuff though at the show. So they're gonna they're gonna show. Uh, so they announced a, a new game last year called Gods and Monsters. No idea what hmm. the game is, but that game has been renamed to Immortals: Phoenix Rising, and that game is gonna get a new up. What kind of game, game is it? No idea, but it seems like it's a very online focused game. Could be Battle Royale, could be could be MOBA. I have no idea, but it seems like oh, one of those on, completely online game. So uh, that they're going to show a lot of, or they're going to give an update on at this event. They're also going to they'll obviously give a lot of time to Hyperscape and all that. But they're also going to so they're, they're they're talking about announcing a uh, a new game, a new game reveal is going to happen. So what do you guys think that might be? I know what it's not going to be and a new fucking Splinter Cell game, bro, because they just fuck them. Yeah. Well, what if, what if it's back? What if like uh, Splinter Cell is back, but it's not Sam Fisher, it's Samantha Fisher, his daughter. Dude, I'd still be cool <laughs> with it, man. I'm, as long as it's a Splinter Cell game and the gameplay stays intact, I don't give a shit, dude. I don't know, man. I'm just coming up with a nightmare scenario for you. That's nah, it. <laughs> dude, honestly, I, I would even like Sam said, dude, you play as his wife, his daughter, his granddaughter. I don't give a fuck, dude. I, I just like the whole stealth way it was yeah. done, dude. And it was so fucking good. 
Yeah. And I like simply uh, Sam Fisher as a character, man. Like I've grown up playing his games, right? Yeah. It's cool. And now they put him in every other game but his game, which is making me think, are they teasing his return? Is it that why they're spamming it? Or they're like, okay, this is all you guys are going to get. So, bus, this is it. Yeah. Do you think it will be a new Prince of Persia no. game? After no. Thing? That shit was, dude, that shit was five years old. And that, that project got scrapped there. And Prince of Persia has died so that Assassin's Creed can live. So this... Yeah, that IP has no legs anymore at this and point. And it's also but, but, yeah. uh, an issue with the, the original IP holder, right? Jordan Mechner or whatever his name was. Yeah. yeah so they yeah, have to yeah. share that. Whereas uh, with, with, with Assassin's Creed, everything is there. So there's no way they're going to give that up now. Hmm. Do you so think? Do you think we might get new Far Cry Six gameplay or any Far Cry? 6 I think gameplay? we could get that, or we could get. You guys remember that pirate game? They, they, they. Skulls and bones. They, Skull and they, bones. I think they could like reshow that because that was supposed to release like this year, then it got delayed in, indefinitely and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's more, or it, even beyond good and evil too. I don't know. Is that cancelled yeah. officially? No, like, they, what's happening? No, actually, so, so actually, I was reading up on it, and they they've actually been very active on social media. Like they've been doing Q and A right. and like concept art contests, contests, and all kinds of stuff. So I think the game is still alive, but they need to they need to show something now. Maybe that's part of the plan. Yeah. But yeah. So you guys should also let us know in the thread what your predictions are. You know, what is it that you guys would like to see? And for whoever says Splinter Cell, you get like a high five from digital high five. Also, right? there's there's like thing that they're doing like last time that if you st- if you sign into the uh, UPlay account while streaming it, uh, the more you watch, the more rewards, in-game rewards you get. Like you'll get some Watch Dogs Legion mask and some stuff like cool. that. So hey, I like that shit, dude. I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love these cosmetics, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking so, of cosmetics, sorry to come back to it. Have you guys seen the pricing of some of the Avengers skins? By the way, they got a lot of flack for that. No, like fourteen, fifteen dollars for a skin, dude, in a sixty dollar game. How much is fourteen, fifteen dollars right now? A lot of money. About like twelve hundred. Dude, twelve hundred is like you could buy like the Witcher enhanced, uh, not enhanced, but the complete edition in that much for like half the price of that. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah. crazy, dude. But imagine how many dips are going to be taken out of that $14. Like, they're going to pay a royalty to Disney. They're going to pay a royalty to... Dude, you know, I actually read this very interesting thing uh, about how... So, you obviously have played Injustice 2, right? And and Injustice 2, you could actually customize the gear. And it was visual. And apparently, DC is cool with them doing this. But Marvel is so fucking anal. Which is why our characters don't have their own distinguished looks. Which really sucks, dude, for for a loot game. Exactly, dude. Injustice, I mean, it was a really, really polished game, man. It was very well done and like the gear that you get, every gear had a very different look to it or you could actually adopt a look of certain gear to your current gear if you don't like it, uh, but the way it looks, but you like its stats. It, it was really, very well done. And yeah, I mean, they explored it to a very different level visually altogether. All the characters, Batman, Superman and all those guys, I mean, they look very different from their other counterparts and I mean, that I think it's really else, cool that DC it. did that and they allowed them to kind of go nuts with that shit. Like, honestly, this game would have been 10 times more interesting for me if I could completely customize the way my Thor look or customize right. completely the way my Iron Man look. Like, I'm saying make it like normal. Don't have like exaggerated Fortnite stuff, but just play around with the way the cape looks, you know, or the, the way the hammer looks or shit like that. It would have gone a really exactly. long way, dude. Yeah. yeah Sad. Yeah. 
so yeah i mean that that's the thing i mean in the uh, injustice you can actually customize every aspect including the emblem that the person is Pretty wearing badass. and, and i've seen the customization like batman looks like fucking awesome with the like with like the whole like robotic kind of vibe going on look pretty dope yeah so what are you guys playing by the way this weekend so this weekend i'm going to be playing you know it call of duty <laughs> because there's also <laughs> the img game night so i'm going to be doing that I'm gonna be playing a lot of Injustice, and I'm actually Injustice. Sorry, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> and I'm also actually replaying Control and really enjoying that on on Steam. Nice. How does Control look on your card, by the way? So I've actually disabled this one thing called reflective, like world reflection or setting like that. And once I did that, yeah. I could have textures set to max with shadows medium and i'm getting like 60ish fps consistently everywhere so they've definitely polished it a lot more because i remember when it was an epic store it didn't play very well for me so you know what i have control on my list uh, since a while but i've never actually I would played say it wait because, because right now the price is too high it's around 2 grand i would say wait for it to come down to a grand in a sale and pick it up aram say later because for you but i already have it no i already have the game but i haven't played it because i thought it would be like a cut down version Dude, you should the... actually play it then it has one of the best rtx implementations in the industry today yeah that's the thing no but my card is at 1080 ti it cannot handle rtx oh, okay. <laughs> then wait till you upgrade bro <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what about you guys cool. what are you guys playing so i'm playing uh, still on rush a little bit of on rush a lot of on rush uh, I'm just plowing through the campaign. I'm playing a bit of online as well. It's, it's a blast that game. Uh, and you have now Avengers, so you can get on that. Yeah, as I'm well. going to start playing Avengers now. But I've also gone back to playing Forza Horizon 4 on PC. Uh, I really fucking love that game, man. So yeah, it's mostly been this these these two, and now Avengers is what I'm going to get into. Nice. I mean, like, good on you, man, for supporting Onrush and all. Like, that's like, I think that game kind of deserves it, dude. It really does, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude, I'm supporting Call of Duty every weekend, bro. Put up. You <laughs> <laughs> and like a billion. Of people, yeah, that's true, dude. I, I mean, dude, you guys have to come. By the way, the two of you also need to join game yeah, nights yeah. tonight. I'll, I'll join in. I'll join in till the time I have to actually go to sleep. But yeah, I will join in for sure. sure. I'll join for sure. Seven. Like, like you need some fodder, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be the guy who'll be running towards the wall. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, but what are you playing? Besides, Avengers. besides yeah, Avengers. Besides uh, Call of Duty and Avengers, uh, I have been playing a lot of Fall Guys. Nice. I got a little late into the scene, but damn, that game is fun, dude. It is insane. But now I think a lot of people have dropped off it, which is why it takes a very very long time to yeah, because it takes a very long time for it to get those. 52, 53 people it needs before it can start a... I thought this game I, really well, right? Even I found that because recently I just had some time to kill and play a game of Fall Guys and it took forever to find a game which was not the case like a week ago even. Exactly. So last weekend when I played it, it was fun. I mean, like I, I got matches pretty easily but this morning when I tried again... It I think people maybe moved on to Avengers for a while. Maybe. I hope they come back to this because I really want to finish the season, man. Mm. <laughs> I want the loot. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so these are the two games I've been playing so far. That's it. Cool, man. So I think we've gone on for a while today, man. We got like derailed with some discussions and all. Oh, no, and, uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, we are, once again, we're trying to be really active with streaming and stuff. So we'd really appreciate it if you could maybe follow us on Facebook, YouTube and, you know, share our video there. Let us know what you like, don't like. And if you are listening to this, uh, do join us next weekend for... 
any game that you guys want to play, be it PC, PS4, whatever, just let us know and we'll fix up a match. We'll see you guys right. in the next one then. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.